Good day, everybody. Steve Brooks here with Wednesday's Inside Look by Brooks. Um, we are so fortunate today to have Brad Beatty. Thank you for coming, Brad. Thanks for having me. Brad is the executive director of Heart for Winter Haven, which is one of our favorite um, nonprofits here in Polk County. And they do so much good for the community, and we're so happy to have Brad. Brad actually came um, probably three or four weeks ago and did a podcast with us, but we had technical problems, so he graciously just said, I'll come back and we'll do it again. So... Um, it might have been a nice way to say I, br- I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't break it. Yeah, it was a great interview. I was I was heartbroken that we lost the uh, the podcast, but um, we'll do just as well today. That's right. That's right. That's right. So we're in tough times right now. Yeah, you know, it's, it, we're in the middle of the coronavirus. Pretty much um, all of Florida is on lockdown, except for essential businesses and nonprofits. And um, before we get started, Brad, could you just introduce yourself and tell you a little kind of the thumbnail version of what Heart for Winter Haven is? Sure. Uh, thank you, Steve, and thank you for those those kind words. Uh, we 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 love Brooks Law Group too. Uh, you're one of our favorite partners, and we we're praying for all of our donors and partners, and and uh, we uh, want to serve you all as as best we can, but. Heart for Winter Haven, just, uh, we really exist to strengthen families with hope, abiding hope in the programs that we use. Uh, we see ourselves as city connectors and we try to connect our, our business, nonprofit and faith community in, in uh, meaningful ways so that we can create a strategic, um, meaningful effort at helping people who are marginalized, whoever that might be. Uh, but we have a real focus on families because uh, whether it's a family of one or, or many, uh, we we think that uh, supporting them, helping them grow uh, and flourish is is really what we're all about. And so we do that through a couple of programs. Uh, our flagship is Jobs for Life, um, which is a national program. We love that program. And then uh, the last year, we've had this great partnership in, with the city of Winter Haven, um, our housing partnership of Winter Haven, which is helping homeless families. Uh, who have kids in schools and our Winter Haven schools to uh, get out of that situation, either prevent it or or get them out of that uh, homeless situation. So you said you had jobs for life, but I noticed on your website the other program was ECP. What what does that stand for? Uh, it's our employee care program. So we I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and 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 Margaret Jones, my colleague in crime, is a pastoral counselor and. We have another person, Jennifer Goodson. She's a mental health counselor, and uh, we provide that to the community. We have a we have a special relationship with Center State Bank. We have a, a kind of business relationship with them, in which we provide. It's sort of a kind of that marketplace chaplaincy with a little bit more. So we can provide one on one counseling. Uh, we regularly go into the businesses to just do spiritual, emotional, mental health care with, uh, with uh, employees just to provide them support. Center State has this great, um, plug, not so plug for Center State, but has this great corporate value of faith and family. And that aligns with us. And so that's, that's kind of how we got started with that. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting because we have, um, we have a corporate chaplaincy program here. And Margaret was a, a chaplain for us for many, for many months. And uh, we enjoyed her. Her time here, so that's interesting that we now have a local 
version of that mm-hmm. available to local businesses. Yeah, um, we, we, we were looking at how to expand that because that's just, I think, a, a huge opportunity for, for business owners to provide that extra level of care for their employees. I think that is a difference maker, right? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I noticed, did your website recently get updated? We are we are constantly trying to do that. <laughs> when I looked at it today, it looked like so much better than, oh, good. you know, That's even great. a couple of months ago. So great. something's great. changed. We have a, a, a great, we have all great team members, but uh, one that's particularly good at that kind of thing that we've added in the last... Uh, six, eight months, Jennifer, and she does a great job at communications and our, our social media stuff and, and our website too. Yeah, it is, it is very professional looking. And I noticed there was like a resource page. Yes. And you kind of list the nonprofits that mm-hmm. you have kind of connected with, but I also saw some businesses on there like Center State. Now tell me the purpose of having the business on there. So, uh, that uh, is a link to um, a, another uh, host site called Meet the Need. And Meet the Need is really uh, meant as a way to uh, work within a community so that we can, when we identify needs that a family might have, we would be able to post that and it would go out to those partner groups so they'd have an opportunity to respond in some meaningful way. So. So the, the, the wider the audience we have, uh, then the more um, uh, more speedily we can meet that need and, and have a, a, just a broader representation um, in the community. So uh, meet the need. There's a couple others like that, but we've, we've been trying to really uh, put that in, into practice so here. If someone were to go and, and click on the Center State Bank, would, do they have some program to meet needs? Uh, well, what they would do is that we're just, that's part of, creating that audience is, is uh, it, as their membership becomes, uh, they grow so their employees can become members under them. And when that happens, a need that gets posted that they're interested in, and you can you can define what that is, oh, okay. they would get an email saying, hey, there's a new need posted by Heart for Winter Haven for a family um, that you've been asked to be notified about. Then they have an opportunity to click on that. See if it's something they have. It might say, you know, there's three beds that this family needs. Um, and if you can meet one of those, part of that need, it even gives you the opportunity to partially meet that need, like a reservation system. So we have three beds, and then as each one gets met, it updates okay. automatically on that on that site. That's so cool. When we get done here, could you talk to Josh about adding this? To oh, that? yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd love to. And how we can get involved in that. Sure. I really like that. Um so in looking at your website, I noticed that you had uh, a page called Issues and you had like eight issues, disaffected youth, education, employment, homelessness, hunger and food, mental health, senior care and substance abuse. So are these issues that, that aren't particular to Heart for Winter Haven, but just community needs exactly we, we just want to do a shine light into those areas and even if we don't necessarily meet that need we don't see ourselves as the, the provider of every service um, we don't have that capacity and there's really not that need that was part of the dilemma we saw when we started was that there's a lot of great organizations doing uh, doing great work um, just within a couple blocks of here there are 
but there wasn't anybody helping to, for lack of a better term, directing traffic and it both from, you know, incoming and outgoing. So we, uh, what we would like to do is, is kind of be in that place where we can build those bridges between organizations and individuals um, so that um, they have better capacity. So we want, want the mission to have better capacity. We want Women's Resource Center to increase their capacity and their resources, as well as um, their information back out into the community so that people can understand what is needed in our community. It's, it's um they're on the front line, so to speak, and but we need to have communication back to the home front to let let them know what's needed, so so that the community can respond in kind. And you know that brings up another. Um, I think you and I were talking about this recently that the uh, the Winter Haven City Hall is moving into Norman Hall, mm-hmm. and they is my understanding correct that they're going to have a place for all the nonprofits to have an office. That's that's a proposal that we uh, have a draft out to them. In fact, I was on a call yesterday about that. The mayor is really in favor of that idea. He sees um, real benefit to the community and having our nonprofits connected in that way and then be able to do a, a thorough and robust community assessment together from all our different perspectives uh, and then be able to inform the city about where we land in terms of what the greatest need is and what is the most kind of strategic intervention for us. Because that's how, that's how the city works. I, you know, they, they create these comprehensive plans, you know, crazy numbers like five and 10 years out that, that no one does anymore. I mean, uh, but it's, it does set the course. And um, so we want to be able to do that for our city and, and then also be able to have a place where we can meaningfully collaborate where there's work for uh, collaboration and then also innovate where there are gaps and there's and there's gaps in services or in, in service areas so that we can make sure that our entire community receives the benefit of what the nonprofits do. That, that is such a superb idea. I, I just, I support that so much. Thank you. You know, there's a... Um, in an old mall, I think it's University Mall in Tampa, there is um, there was a lot of space, so they took a lot of space and created what's called the Tampa Underground. Have you heard of it? No. And it's where about 50 micro churches oh, wow. have offices all together. Wow. Sharing ideas, you know, sharing, you know, projects. But they meet separately in people's homes. Mm. And they each have a, their own kind of mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them might be homelessness. Some mm-hmm. of them might be sexual abuse survivors. And they come together on Sundays in a big group meeting. Wow. And to me, that reminded me of what... That's great. I love the information on that. You know, I think locally, just next door in Lakeland, um, the Catapult is, a you know, it's for business entrepreneurship. I mean, that's a great environment i've gotten to visit over there and they, they're providing those not those uh, entrepreneurs with the resources and information they need to to jump their business and, and drive our economic engine forward and in that that same kind of way we see this nonprofit hub as being a, a way both to bring together existing organizations but also help those um those upcoming ones to not make the same mistakes that, that we all made or, or to get the benefit of the wisdom. And there's, there's some great nonprofit leaders in our community. And, and then we also want to bring in the business community, bring in the faith community, 
uh, bring in other sectors so that we can get the benefit of the whole picture together because that we all are involved in in making a great community uh, there's there's it's impossible to do it uh, any other way absolutely so um anything else you want to tell um the audience about you or what you do or well um i think you know given um the uh the time you know time right now when there's some economic instability Jobs for Life is a great way. If, if people are finding themselves unemployed or underemployed, uh, please contact us about that. We're trying to figure out a way uh, to do virtual classes so that we have that capacity, but we have those um, scattered around the community uh, and throughout Polk um, uh, in, at different times. Um, so that's a great way to reconnect with the workplace. We have business people like yourself that have been involved and, and that are um, ways to network. We all still find jobs through personal connection. 80% of jobs are still filled by who you know rather than online. So we want to take advantage of that. And if you've been out of that workplace um, environment or or just not needed to kind of re-enter, it really helps to have some extra support. The other thing is... Um, our, I mentioned that our partnership with the city of Winter Haven, our homeless initiative, is that we really anticipate, you know, there um, being some disruption in people's income. That's the primary reason why most of our working families experience homelessness is there, you know, there's a sickness or, you know, some kind of uh, car breakdown or some kind of unplanned for expense. And um, this is creating that uh, very widely. And so we want you to know that, uh, you know, if you have children in our Winter Haven Public Schools, our school age, um, that's really who we want to support. Not to the exclusion of anybody else, it really is just a starting point for us and for the city of Winter Haven. And we have um, some resources um, to, to help with that. So, so we, we do really want to reach out. This is a great opportunity you've given me to reach out and, and let people know um, we're, there's groups out there that are going to fight for you and help you. That's so cool. And, you know, you triggered something when, when you were talking about that. I remember a year or two ago, you had a big uh, conference at the um, Southwest Complex about food insecurity. Mm-hmm. And I was so shocked to to find out that um, Polk County, Lakeland, Winter Haven metro area was... At the top of the nation in terms of food insecurity, number two in the country, uh, behind I think Modesto, California, another farming area out in California. Yeah, it, uh, and food insecurity is a little different than hunger. Um, it really has to do with access and having the money and availability of healthy food. So it's not just about you know boxes of uh, snack cakes and that kind of right. thing. It's not about calories. Um, it really is about um, you know having the right kinds of nutritional, uh, having the income and the access to the right kind of nutrition for our families, and, and having it on a regular basis. Uh, and um, you know, right now that's a big issue for people. And, and a lot of the feeding programs or the pantry programs, the things that they get are are, are the more the processed things, not as healthy. You know, right now we'll take. I'm sure people will take anything just because of fear. Sure. Um, but we, you know, we are also, uh, a lot of our health outcomes, we have to consider down the line what that's going to look like. And uh, 
And there are, I think, some different options for us to consider. Uh, Elder Point Ministries does a great job of promoting healthy food. Uh, I think a lot of the, the food pantries and food banks are, are being more considerate of that and thinking more along those lines than just any old food. But there's still, there's still uh, work to do on that for sure. Interesting. Yeah, that was a very interesting conference you had. Um, so if you ever get a chance to meet Brad, he's not only a really smart guy, but he's a super nice guy. Can can people just drop in? And oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Where, what's the address? Well, we just moved. You, you've got to come by. We'll have an open house as soon as we're allowed to have an open house. Um, at 400 uh, 3rd Street Southwest. So it's on the, the Church of the Nazarenes campus, the Davis Building. Uh, they've been very uh, generous and kind to us to offer us this incredible facility that we have plenty of space to have classes and have have meetings and trainings and, and is that where the voting the polling takes place? Yes, okay. yes. Except this year they moved they moved it for us, uh, but yes, that is where across from Pannoni. Yeah, yeah, we're across from the old the old, old Red, Red Lobster. Yeah, 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 yeah. The number two in the nation, right? Uh, and uh, yeah, so we're we just love yeah we love people to drop in. We we serve people, and so we're. You know, as, as much as we can, if, uh, if you come in, you're going to be our number one priority because we, we just believe that the healthy relationships really are the key to healing, that, that all poverty is uh, at, at its root is broken relationship of some kind and that the healthy relationships restore that. That's part of what we believe God is, has given us the, um, as a means to see people restored and see restoration take place in people's lives. Another word for that is redemption. Or one that Joe Bogdan likes to use, redemptification. You know. Redemptification. That <laughs> sounds like Joe. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you come by. And, you know, uh, y'all are always welcome. And then your website, I encourage anybody that hasn't been to their website to, to go. It's really interesting and informative. But it's heart and then the number four. Mm-hmm. WH.org. Heart. The number four wh.org and check it out it's it's very informative and um full of, of information so thank you for joining me i'd shake your hand but we're practicing uh the social distancing here and um appreciate brad coming over during this um this tough time that we're all experiencing but it's been so good to have you back yeah, and thank you for having me absolutely so thanks for joining me and that's all the time we have for today. I hope you learned something new today about this wonderful organization. I appreciate you sharing it with your family and friends. If you do find something interesting and if you have any guests that you'd like to hear from in the future, please um, let us know. My email is steve at brookslawgroup.com. If you're watching this on Facebook Live, you can leave a comment below. Uh, until next time, I'm Steve Brooks with the Brooks Law Group. Thank you for joining me today.